Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wassalatu wassalam Ala abdillahi wa rasulih Nabiyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in amma ba'd Okay, so Today, insha'Allah ta'ala We are going to finish our discussion About the signs Of the Day of Judgment So we told that there are two types of signs. Does anyone remember from the girls? It's time to start with the girls. What are the two types of signs of the Day of Judgment? From the girls. From the girls. No, no we're not talking about Ya'juj and Ma'juj. We're talking about the two types, categories of signs. Yep, major and minor major signs and minor signs boys which one come first oh a lot of people know the answer to that but i'm going to go behind Moby. Yeah. the minor signs the little ones come first the ones that we uh and these little ones we said they are there are lots of them they're not in any particular order, so it's not like one comes first and the other one comes second. They're, they can be in all different kinds of orders. Some of them started and are just getting worse and worse and worse. Some of them started and went away. Some of them haven't come yet. So they're a mix. And they're usually not things that are really huge events in the world. They're like things that you can see that the Day of Judgment is getting nearer, but they're not necessarily like that they are completely like you can't imagine how that could happen. Okay? The major signs, the difference with the major signs is first of all, the major signs, when they happen, they happen one after the other after the other. They come like that in order. They come in order one after the other. The second thing is the major signs are huge, really, really big. Significant things like Dajjal, when Dajjal comes, is that huge or not huge? It's huge, right? Really huge. And the number of the major signs is known exactly. There are exactly how many major signs did we say? Will be 10. Exactly 10 major signs. Okay, how many of these did we cover so far? From the girls to tell me. Sorry, boys, I made you put your hand up and then... Three, we covered the Dajjal, who is the biggest liar, the one who will say that I'm a prophet and there's no prophet after the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, and the one who will say he is our Lord, but we will not see our Lord until we die and Allah does not have one I, and we remember that, right? Okay. And the second was, who is going to come and get rid of the Dajjal by the permission of Allah? Yes, Muhammad. Isa. Don't stand up, but you did well. I know you had your hand up a few times. I didn't ask you, but just put your hand. I'll get, I'll get you. Don't worry. Isa, alayhi salatu wassalam. And then at the time that Isa is on the earth comes the next sign, which is, girls, Ya'juj and Ma'juj And Ya'juj and Ma'juj We covered about them last time 
Okay, these, we know the order of them. We know Dajjal comes first, Isa comes second, Ya'juj and Ma'juj come third. How do we know this? Because the Prophet ﷺ, when he told us about these things, he told us about the Dajjal, then when Dajjal is causing havoc on the earth, so Isa comes down, and how does Isa come down, by the way, boys? Do you remember how Isa comes down? Ooh, let's see Yusuf at the very back. He comes down to fight the Dajjal, not as a, not as a prophet with a, with a scripture, but as a Muslim who follow the Quran and the Sunnah. But how does he actually get down from heaven? Do you remember? Yeah, he's, he rests his hands on the wings of, of two of the angels and they, and he goes down with them. Okay. So Isa comes down when the Dajjal is already on the earth. We know that. And we know that after the Dajjal is, has died, because he dies like he dissolves like salt in water, he just dissolves and, and Isa chases him and he dies. Then comes Ya'juj and Ma'juj because Allah reveals a sign to Isa. Allah tells Isa, there are some people coming, you cannot fight them, go. Go to the mountain. So he goes on top of the mountain with the Muslims and they make dua until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends insects that will kill Ya'juj and Ma'juj. And then the problem is all of Ya'juj and Ma'juj are dead and it's all over the earth and it's causing all of this rotten, the earth is all rotten and, and all destroyed. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends birds that snatch them and throw them far away. And Allah sends down a rain that washes the earth and makes it completely clean. And Isa is on the earth still at this time. Yeah, Isa stays for 40 years among the Muslims and when he judges, what does he judge by? Does he judge by the Injil? Does he teach people the gospel? What do you think, girls? What does he teach people? Girls, girls, girls. Sorry? Okay. Yeah, by the Quran. By the Quran. Excellent. Now, I'm just going to actually just change my uh, Wi-Fi connection because I'm on the wrong Wi-Fi and that's why the girl's connection is not great for me. Uh, can we just test the girl's connection again? Yeah, that's much better, much better. Okay. So Isa is going to judge between people by the Quran. He's going to be like a regular Muslim. Yeah, like he's going to teach people Quran. He's going to tell people the answers from the Quran and from what the Prophet Muhammad said. Who can explain that to me from the boys? How does that work? Isa, he was given the Injil. Allah gave him a book. The name of the book is called the Injil. So why is he not teaching the Injil? Yes. Very good. So the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu was the last Prophet. The Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu brought us the Quran. 
And so anyone who comes after him has to teach from the Qur'an. So he's going to teach us the Qur'an and he's going to teach us the Sunnah. And when he dies, Isa, when he passes away and when he dies, he, the Muslims are going to pray his janazah. But there's something else I didn't tell you about Isa last time I wanted to tell you about. And that is that Isa is going to do some things that will make people realize what was true and what was not true about him. So Isa, whenever he sees a cross, what do you think he's going to do to the cross? Girls. 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 What's he going to do to the cross? You all seen the crosses on top of the church? Yeah, you all know the Christians, some of you go Catholic school, big, giant, big crosses. What's Isa going to do? The Isa that they worship, what's he going to do when he sees the cross? Girls. He's going to break it. He's going to break it. Because that cross has got nothing to do with Isa, alayhi salam. So when he comes, he is going to break it. He's going to break it. And he's going to kill the pigs. He's not going, because you know how they say they can eat pork, right? Even though the, the Jews don't eat pork, right? Jewish people don't eat pork. But the Christians, they said that they can eat pork. So he's not going to allow that either. He's not going to allow the people to eat pork. And he's going to get married. Because you know some of them, they say that... He, that they say that they don't marry, right? Some of the priests in the churches and they're not allowed to get married. So Isa is going to show all of these things that, that these things they said about him, all of them were wrong. But what's the biggest thing they said about Isa that was wrong? What's the biggest thing they said wrong about Isa? Let me see. Yes, Habibi. They said that he was Allah's son. They said that the most merciful has a son. Allah doesn't have a son. How do we know? What's that? Who can tell me an ayah from the Quran that tell you all know it? Everyone in this room knows that. Every single person in this room knows the ayah. An ayah in the Quran that tells us that Allah doesn't have a son. Yes, Hadith. Go on. Yes, Abdurrahman. Ahmed. I was doing so well with names, subhanAllah. Ahmed. Is it the first one? Alhamdulillah, Allah Allah. Allah Allah. Yes, you could use that, but it's not the one I'm thinking of. You could use that, but it's not the one I'm thinking of. Yes, Harry. Allahu la ilaha illa hu al hayyul qayyum. You can use that too, but it's still not the one I'm thinking of. It's easier than that. Qulhu Allahu ahad, Allahu samad, lam yalid wa lam yulad. Allah doesn't have any children and Allah was never born. That's it. So very, very good. Okay, now with the death of Isa, we now are moving on to the rest of the signs. How many signs we have left? Okay. So we have these signs left. And we have to...
We have to cover all of these signs if we have the time left, inshallah, to cover these signs. The first sign that we're going to cover is Al-Khusufat Al-Thalatha. Three times the earth is going to split open and swallow up what's on top of it. Like the earth is going to break open and what's on top of it is going to fall inside and be lost. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, one will happen in the east and one will happen in the west and one will happen in the Arabian Peninsula. Where's the Arabian Peninsula, girls? Okay, like where Saudi Arabia is, okay, and those nearby, nearby places. That, that, that shape of land like that. Where Saudi Arabia is today. Okay, but there's a thing I wanted to ask you about. We spoke about these three, we spoke about the earth splitting and, and the earth swallowing people up, and it happened before. Hasn't it happened before? It happened with Qarun. Qarun. Does anybody know who Qarun was from the boys? Do you stand up? I'm not going to ask you. Okay. He was a servant of Fir'aun. Okay, he was like Fir'aun's finance minister. He was very, very, very rich. And he didn't believe. And what happened to his house? Muhammad, what happened to his, him and his house? What happened? It got swallowed up into the earth. So it's already happened. Tick the box. Well, maybe it hasn't happened yet. What do you think, girls? Okay, these three times, none of them have happened. How do we know none of them have happened? Because these three times are part of the ten signs that come one after the other after the other. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, like that. Okay, so because of that, it ha these three haven't happened. But there have been times the earth has swallowed up people. There are times the Prophet ﷺ told us about. There are times that happened before Islam. There are times that happened after the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ. But these three have to be something completely unheard of. Why? Because the ten signs are big signs, right? So these three, they have to be something which has not been seen before. The Prophet ﷺ said, "In The hour will not come until you see ten signs. And he said, Three times the earth will open up and swallow what is in it. Once in the east and once in the west and once in the Arabian Peninsula. And Umm Salama radiallahu anha, she narrated something similar after me, yani after the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu there will be a, one of these, uh, the earth will open up like this in the east and once in the west and once in the Arabian <coughs> Peninsula. And she said, Ya Rasulullah, ayukhsafu bil ardi wa fiha salihun qal idha akthara, ah, idha akthara ahluha al-khabath. 
She said, is it possible the earth will open up and the people will be swallowed and there are still good people on the earth? Mm. Girls, what do you think? Is it possible that the earth opens up and the people are swallowed into the earth and there are still good people on the earth at that time? It's possible. If lots of people do bad things, if lots of people on the earth do bad things, then that, that could happen. So right now, do we see lots of people on the earth doing bad things? Yeah, so you worry about it. Very good. How many signs are these? Three. Once in the east, once in the west, and once in the Arabian Peninsula. So that makes, we had Dajjal, and Isa, alayhi salam, and Ya'juj and Ma'juj, that's three. Then we had three of these times that the earth opens up and swallows all the things that are on the surface of the earth. And that is six. What happens to the good people if they're swallowed up by the earth? Who can tell me from the boys? If you stand up, I'm not, no chance I'm going to ask you. Yes, You think the good people who get swallowed up would go to paradise? Does anyone think any different? Or does everybody agree? They might survive. Okay, they're not going to survive. It's a good try. They're not going to survive. They're going to be swallowed up. But what will happen on the day of judgment? Everyone will be resurrected according to what? How will the people be judged? إِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ بِمَاذَا Intention, binniyat, by their intentions. So which one had a good intention, they will be raised up in a good way. And whichever one had a bad intention, they will be raised up in a bad way. Yes, Yusuf? Qarun. Yeah, it swallowed him up and all of his money. And he was never seen again, and his money was never seen again. Sorry? No, that was Fir'aun. When he was drowning, he tried to accept Islam. When he was drowning. He said, Amantu, I believe. But it wasn't accepted from him. And Jibril was taking the mud from the... The, the bed of the river, the sea, and putting it into his mouth so that he doesn't say La ilaha illallah. Yes, uh, Ahmed. We're coming to that, don't worry, we're going to get there, inshallah. We're going to get there. The next one we're going to talk about is Ad Dukhan. The smoke and that is that the whole sky completely turns into smoke and this is really interesting because it already happened and Allah told us it already happened 
In which surah? It's a trick question. If you tell me the name of the surah in English, I'll be very happy. Or in Arabic. Muhammad, stop taking answers from other people, adults in the room. Girls, if you know, chime in. What do you think? Okay, Neely, you nearly get there. The surah is called? No. Girls, any idea? So we're talking about Dukhan. The surah is called Surah Dukhan, the surah of the smoke. So the surah is talking about it. Allah said, فَارْتَقِبْ يَوْمَ تَأْتِ السَّمَاءُ بِدُخَانٍ مُبِينٍ يَغْشَ النَّاسَ هَذَا عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ On the day when the heavens is going to bring a huge smoke. We're not talking about the smoke like the pollution outside. It's going to completely cover up the people and it's a very big punishment from Allah. This already happened. Now, this is a big question for you. Does anyone know when? Okay, one boy, two boys, any girls? <coughs> Three boys, four boys, but that one boy is standing up again and he's not going to get his answers, question answers taken from him. Go on. Very good, mashallah, tabarakallah, excellent. In the time of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu why did it happen? What did the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu do? What did he do? To, to why this happened? Mubin, what do you think? I haven't heard from you today. Well, not much. You're not sure. Yusuf, what do you think? Oh no no no! If you took away the take away the word battle and just say the rest of the sentence, he made du'a against them. He made du'a against his people when they didn't listen to him and they didn't accept him, and Allah brought the smoke early in that time. But what happened when? What do you think they did? Prophet is still alive. Okay, girls, think about this. Prophet is still alive. Okay, and the smoke comes. And the punishment from Allah comes upon them. What are they going to do? They're going to ask for it to be taken away. They're going to ask for it to be, for it to be taken away. They're going to ask for it to be taken away. Our Lord, take away. This punishment, inna mu'minun. We are believers. So what did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do? They didn't ask the Prophet Muhammad or at least they asked Allah. What did Allah do for this, to this smoke then? What do you think? It went away. But it's coming back. It's coming back as part of the, the ten major signs. So when it came to Quraysh, it was, it was bad for them, very bad. And they made dua and they asked Allah, Oh Allah, we believe, take the smoke away. So the smoke went away. Like Allah said, Inna We're going to take this punishment away for a little bit of time. But this punishment is coming, is coming back. 
So it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. But it is something that is going to come back. And it's going to come back again at the end of time. And we think that this is the strongest opinion. And that was some narrations of the likes of Abdullah ibn Abbas and others. That it seems like that. That it came in the time of the Prophet Muhammad but it didn't. That smoke that came was not the big sign. It was the small one. It was a small version of it. And the big one is still yet to come. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He also told us something about the smoke He said Badiru bil a'amali sittan Ad-dajjal wa-dukhan Al-hadith He said you should hurry up to do good deeds Before these things happen Before Dajjal and before the smoke so why do you think that you should rush to do good deeds before these things happen? Girls, what do you think is the, the reason for that? Okay, the girl said you don't want to die. Okay, okay. any other ideas from the girls? So you'll be safe when it happens. That's a good answer from the girls. You'll be safe when it happens. Let's listen to the boys, Muhammad. Because the time is coming close. Okay, sorry girls, I was, you were giving us another answer. Okay, there are chances after that. But when really bad things happen, what, do you, what, what are you not able to do? Do you think you can, that the jail is outside, you can come to Sunday, the class that we have here, huh? No, and you'll be running away, right? You won't be able to come to the class. Do you think you'll be happy just to, okay, let's go and visit the masjid and listen to the Quran? And No, when, when really bad things happen, like if you've heard of people who lived at a time of wars and things happen in their countries, it was very difficult. They could not easily go to the masjid and come back. They could not do all the good things they wanted to do. So that's why you have to rush to do these good things before that time comes. Yes, Mubin. It shows that the Day of Judgment is close. And I think that's very similar to what you said, Muhammad, right? Very similar to what you said. Very good. Now we're going to come to the next sign. And this is the sun rising from the west. And this is a really, really important sign. Yes. Okay, did the smoke become because of the dis in the time of the Prophet ﷺ? Yeah, it came because of the disbelief. It came because the people did not accept the the the, the uh, it came because the people did not accept the message of the Prophet ﷺ. But the second question was, 
did they, they those who said did they stay believers or not? Allah, I don't recall. Do you recall, Muhammad? I, I have a feeling no, but I don't, uh, I don't recall if they, if they accepted it or not. Or was it like the people of uh, Fir'aun when they said to Musa that if you, if you make dua to your Lord to remove this from us, we will certainly... We will certainly accept. But Muhammad, see if you can find for me in the, during the class the answer to that question, if you can. In the tafsir of Surah Dukhan, Rabbana kshif anna al-adab. Yeah. Okay, d yeah, definitely. So I think the girls just wanted a point of clarity that when we were talking about Isa, Isa, Isa is what people in English call what name? What do they call it, boys? What do they call it? Jesus, Jesus yeah? That name Jesus, where did it come from? It's the name Isa translated into lots of languages. It comes Isa and then Isus and then Isus and then Jesus and then it goes like that, yeah? It's the same name, Isa, translated into Hebrew, then Greek, then Latin, then whatever. Isa, stroke Jesus, his name is Isa, not Jesus, but whichever you want to call him, is not the son of Allah Azzawajal. Agreed? He is a prophet from the prophets. And Allah didn't have any son. Allah didn't take a son. Allah did not take any son. And there is no one to be worshipped except him. Yes, Yusuf. How do we know about? That's a very good question. How did the people of Quraysh know about Isa? Okay, two ways. First of all, there were Christians in the Arabian Peninsula at that time. There were people who were Christian at that time. And the stories of the Christians did reach. They, 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 I mean, it wasn't like there were loads of Christians, but there were people who knew about Christianity. From them was uh, Waraka ibn Nawfal, the cousin of uh, Khadija, uh, anhuma. when he told the Prophet, he had knowledge of the scripture, he had knowledge of the prophets that came before. So there were people who knew about Christianity and about Isa and so on. They knew about those teachings at the time of the Prophet. But mostly people learn from the Quran, from what Allah told us about Isa in the Quran. And we can, we're going to do stories of the prophets, and when we do stories of the prophets, we do the story of Isa, inshallah ta'ala. Okay, was that uh, clear, girls? The clarity that was... Okay. Okay, the son... Oh, sorry, I had a question. Um, is it alright, so Muslim people, if they call Isa Isa, Jesus, would it like, make a difference? Like... Is it alright for Muslims to call Isa Jesus? So we should call him Isa. But sometimes if you want to explain to someone who doesn't know what you're talking about, you can use the word Jesus. Like, for example, if you're explaining Islam to someone who's a Christian and you say, look, you know, Isa was not the son of God, they're going to say, who's Isa? So it's okay if you use Jesus to, uh, to explain to them. But when we're talking to other Muslims, we should use the name that Allah used for him in the Quran, right? Just, 
No, I think you should use Isa when you're talking among Muslims because that's the name that Allah gave him in the Quran. Yeah? Okay. So, the sun rising from the west. Why is it so important? Because Allah said, يَوْمَ يَأْتِي بَعْضُ آيَاتِ رَبِّكَ لَا يَنْفَعُ نَفْسًا إِيمَانُهَا لَمْ تَكُنْ آمَنَتْ مِنْ قَبْلُ أَوْ كَسَبَتْ فِي إِيمَانِهَا خَيْرًا If you don't believe in Allah before the sun rises from the west, there's no more chance. They say the door of tawbah, the door of changing your ways and becoming a good person, it's shut. After the sun rises from the west, there's no more chance to change, no more chance to become Muslim. Whoever became Muslim before that, it will be accepted. As for after, it won't be accepted. And there's no tawbah after that. There's no repentance. You can't go back and, and say, I want to change and be somebody different. When the sun rises from the west, that's the end of the chance to change. Yes, girls? Uh, so children, that's a good question from the girls. They ask, what about children? Children follow the religion of their parents, generally speaking, right? Like, but uh, if a person... I, get, I, I don't know the full answer to you. I know what you mean, like someone who was born before it happened and they were still a child when it happened. Perhaps they are counted as a Muslim because generally, children in general, are not blamed for what they didn't do, right? They're not, like in other words, the time of accepting, the time of choosing your religion didn't come for them. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know if it did or not. Okay. Okay. So, the big thing about the sun rising from the west is after the sun rises from the west, you can't accept Islam again after that. That time is over. Yes, Habib. No, those other, in fact, it's a really good question. Will the other religions disappear? No. What will happen is people will go back to those other religions. So when the actual day of judgment happens, it will happen only to the worst people. Like the worst people will be those on the earth at that time. They will be the worst of the worst people who the, the hour uh, will happen to them. The, the, the day of judgment will happen to them. So at that time, whoever was Muslim stays Muslim. Whoever wasn't, those people will continue to do their old religion until Allah will cause the believers to die and the sun rises from the west. And at that time, the people who are left on the earth will be the worst people who will be following all kinds of strange religions and beliefs, like how they did before. They'll go back to be the worst because... The Day of Judgment is a very, very serious thing, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ya ayyuhal nasu taqu rabbakum inna zalzalat as-sa'ati shay'un azim." The shaking of the hour is something very, very big, very severe. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about the people, وَتَرَ النَّاسَ سُكَارًا وَمَا هُمْ بِسُكَارًا وَلَكِنَّ عَذَابَ اللَّهِ شَدِيدٌ You'll see the people as if they are drunk, but they're not drunk. It's the punishment of Allah is so bad, it seems like they are. Like they are drunk. 
And that will only happen to the worst people. So those, the believers will die at that point. And we said at the end of the story of Isa, the believers die, right? After Isa is buried and some time goes by, the believers, they, they die. Do you remember what caused them to die? Does anyone remember? Yes, Ahmed, do you remember? Yeah, the wind. And it goes under their arms and they die gently. They don't die a horrible death, they die gently. And before that, what happens to the Mus'haf? What happens to the Quran? Does anyone know? So the wind comes and the Muslims all die. What happens to the Quran? There's none left. There's none left. Very good, mashallah, you're doing really well today. There's none left. The Quran gets taken away. Back to Allah. It came from Allah and it goes back to Allah. So the Quran gets taken away and there's no more Quran. Not in the hearts of the people and not in the Mus'haf. It goes back to Allah. And all the Muslims die and the only people left are the worst of the people and those are the people that the, hour, the, the, the day of judgment the, on the earth that, that it happens to. Yes. We're going to talk about that, inshallah. We're going to talk about that. Yes. Um, like, does the Quran go back to Allah um, when there's no use as well? Yeah, when all the believers died, then the Quran goes back to Allah. So, there was another question, actually. I didn't, I didn't make this clear. You, someone, you asked, actually, to me, what will happen when the sun rises from the west? At that time, everybody, at that time, everyone will believe in Allah. Meaning, they, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm not saying they'll become Muslim. Everyone, like how Fir'aun believe, when they see the sun rise from the west, they're all going to say, yes, you actually Islam was true. Because there's a hadith in which the Prophet said, لا تقوم الساعة حتى تطلع الشمس من مغربها فإذا طالعت فرآها الناس آمنوا أجمعون فذاك حين لا ينفع نفسا إيمانها لم تكن آمنت من قبل أو كسبت في إيمانها خيرا When the people all see the sun rise from the west, all of them say, right now we want to be Muslim. We believe. This is, we believe. We're all Muslim now. But what did Allah say? That it's not going to be accepted for them if they didn't believe before. Very good. How will it happen that the sun rises from the west? How will it happen that the sun rises from the west? Ah. Let's hear what the Prophet said. The Prophet said, ثم تجري حتى تنتهي إلى مستقرها تحت العرش فتخر ساجدة ولا تزال كذلك حتى يقال لها ارتفعي ارجعي من حيث جئت فترجع فتصبح طالعة من مطلعها ثم تجري 
لا يستنكر الناس منها شيئا حتى تنتهي إلى مستقرها ذاك تحت العرش فيقال لها ارتفعي أصبحي طالعة من مغربك من مغربك فتصبح طالعة من مغربها The Prophet ﷺ, what he said is he said The sun, when it goes down, it goes underneath Allah's throne We can't see that We can't see that happening We just see the sun going round and round We can't see that the sun goes under Allah's throne But we know it happens Why do we know it happens? Because the Prophet ﷺ told us it happens when it goes under Allah's throne, it goes to sajda. It does sajda. You know sajda? Like you do in salah, sajda. How does the sun do sajda? We don't know because we didn't see the sun doing sajda. But the sun does sajda. And it asks Allah permission to come back. So Allah gives it permission and the sun comes back. And every time the sun comes back, and every time it goes under the arsh and it asks Allah, can it come back? And it goes back. Until one time when Allah, the sun asks Allah to come back from the east and Allah says, no, go back and come from the west. And that's the day when it won't benefit someone unless they believe before it. Very good. The Prophet ﷺ said لا تنقطع الهجرة ما تقبلت التوبة ولا تزال التوبة مقبولة حتى تطلع الشمس حتى تطلع الشمس من مغربها فإذا طلعت طبع على كل قلب بما فيه وكفي الناس العمل The Prophet ﷺ he said that people will keep on making hijrah, hijrah when they leave one country and they go to the, another place for the sake of Allah, they'll keep on making hijrah as long as repentance is accepted, as long as people can repent and change. And repentance will keep getting accepted until the sun rises from the west. But when the sun rises from the west, every heart will be closed, will be sealed. Every single heart is going to be sealed and closed up. And people will just do whatever people will do what is and what's in their heart. Every heart will be locked and nobody will be able to change what's in their heart. Okay, very good. Now we're going to come to another sign. Yes, Yusuf. Tell me again, you said it'd be safe if you have knowledge. <coughs> and people don't have knowledge about when the Day of Judgment is going to be, okay? How can they be safe? They'd be safe by preparing for its signs, by learning about the signs. They don't know when it's going to happen, but they can learn by the signs. Yes, Habibi. Yeah, it's a very, very good question. How would people not accept Islam after Prophet Isa has come 
and the jail dies and everything. You're right, at that time many people will accept Islam, but still people go back again. Like if you look at the story of Adam, when Adam came down as a prophet, uh, all the people were Muslim. Slowly, shaitan confused the people until the people went back. When the Prophet Muhammad came, the whole Arabian Peninsula became Muslim, right? But as time goes on, so many of the people, they go, they go back again. So it goes, does that make sense? Like how people might believe at one time, but then people go back again and they say, oh, our fathers told us about this. We don't know what it was, that kind of thing. Yes, go for it. We're going to pray at the time of the Adhan, when the Adhan goes. So it's going to go in a little while, inshallah. When it goes, we're going to... But we, our class won't last that long. We maybe have another 10 minutes. We stop, and then we're going to pray after that. Yes, Aza. That's a very good question. I don't know the answer to that. It seems like it. Yes. Are Ya'juj and Ma'juj going to run through Mecca and Medina? I don't know, I, I, it seems like it could be because at that time Isa and the believers will be on top of a mountain. So if Makkah was safe, they would probably go to Makkah, right? But I, I don't know completely, I didn't come across who said about it. Yes? Is that Iblis? Yeah, Iblis is the head of them all. Yeah, that's a very good question. Why didn't Allah just stop Iblis? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made this world as a test. And Iblis is a part of that test. No, Allah is not going to forgive him. Allah told that he's not going to forgive him because of what he did. But he's part of the test. He's part of this test for us. Are we going to follow him or not follow him? Like why did Allah put bad things on the earth? Not for them to exist, not because Allah loves bad things. But because the bad things are a part of the test you live, right? So either you're going to do good things or do bad things. For that test to be there, there has to be bad as well as good. Otherwise, there's no test. Could you imagine if you lived a life and everything around you was just good? What would that be? Jannah. Right? Okay. Yes. That's what it appears, the Iblis, because Iblis said, He said, my Lord, let me live until the day of resurrection. So it seems that, yes, Iblis will be among them, among those, those worst of the people. Okay, let's continue so we don't finish our, we don't, we don't lose our topic. We're now coming on to one of the strangest of the major signs. And that is Adabba. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَإِذَا وَقَعَ الْقَوْلُ عَلَيْهِمْ أَخْرَجَنَا لَهُمْ دَابَّةً مِنَ الْأَرْضِ تُكَلِّمُهُمْ إِنَّ النَّاسَ كَانُوا بِآيَاتِنَا لَا يُقِنُونَ That Allah will take out of the earth a beast. A beast will come out of the earth. A beast will come out of the earth and it will speak to the people. So a beast is like an animal, right? But it's not like a regular animal. Like completely, un completely different, completely strange. 
and it will come out of the earth and it will speak to the people. And it will speak to the people. But this is after the earth becomes, it gets corrupted again. The people are doing evil. So when the beast comes out, it will come out at the time when people are doing, when people are doing evil. And when the people disobey Allah and they do evil and they go against what Allah said, then at that time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring out that beast from the earth. Tukallimuhum, or in some of the some of the ways of reading the Quran, taklimuhum or taklimuhum, I think. I will check it. That it will mark them. It will brand them, like it will, it will put a mark upon them. It will speak to them and it will put a mark upon them. And this uh, is from that, the things that are narrated from the Prophet ﷺ, that it doesn't benefit a person to believe if they didn't believe before it. The Prophet ﷺ said three things. If they happen, it won't benefit a person to believe if they didn't believe before or do some good. The sun rising from the west and the Dajjal and Dabatul Ard, the beast that comes out of the earth. And it will come out Duha. And it will come out at the time of Duha. And there are many narrations about it. It's one of the things the Prophet said you have to work hard before that thing happens. In the narration of Imam Ahmed, it's mentioned that the Dabba will come out and the Dabba will have something with it. What is this beast going to have with it? It's going to have with it two things. It's going to have Musa's stick. I told you this is a strange one, but you have to look at me guys. Guys, who's not looking at me? It's going to come out with Musa's stick. And it's going to come out with the ring of Suleiman. The stick of Musa and the ring of Suleiman. And it's going to brand the person who's not a believer. It's going to mark them that you're not a believer. It's going to mark them with the ring of Suleiman. And it's going to. Uh, Uncover the face of the believer with the stick. So the believer, it will touch with the stick of Musa. And it's going to make a mark on the disbeliever with the ring of Suleiman. What kind of animal is it? Some of the scholars said, this animal is the camel that came out at the time of Salih. Do you remember the story of Prophet Salih? Do you remember a, a huge camel came out from the earth and it, it shared the people's water? Some of the scholars said that this is the same, it's the same beast that will come out. And some of them said other things. Al-Qurtubi rahimullah ta'ala, he said that it is from the offspring of 
the the camel of Salih, and that it's from the the offspring of the camel of Salih, like the child of the, the camel of Salih. This is what some of the scholars said. And some of them said many other different opinions. Okay, you had a question, Ahmed? Or not? I thought it was, what was your question? Yeah, it makes the face go bright with this with what? With the stick of Musa. And the disbelievers, it marks them with the ring of Suleiman. The last of all of the signs. The last of all of the signs. And we know it's the last one for sure. We know that it's number 10 and it comes after everything else. Is the fire that will gather the people to the place of resurrection. This fire will start off in Yemen. It will start off in Yemen, in Adam. And it will come out from the sea of Hadramaut in Yemen. And it will bring all of the people together. So when you see a massive fire chasing you, what are you going to do? Run. So what are the people going to do? They're going to run. The fire is chasing them, everyone in the world, to the same place. During the day, the people run away. But what's going to happen at the night time? They have to stop, right? So they stop and the fire stops with them. And they rest. And when they wake up in the morning, the fire again is going to move towards them and again they start, they start going, they start running. And they start escaping with whatever they have, whichever animal or whichever they can do or they, on their feet or whatever, whichever they have to escape the fire. And again, at night time it stops and they break and they rest and again it chases them until it takes them to a sham. Where is a sham, girls? Muhammad, where is Sham? Syria. Syria. Okay, good. So the area, we call it the Levant. The area of Syria and Jordan and Palestine, that, that kind of place, that is a Sham. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, وَآخِرُ ذَلِكَ نَارٌ تَخْرُجْ مِنَ الْيَمَنِ The last sign to come will be the fire that will come out from Yemen and it will drive the people. It will drive the people to the place and this what will happen to the people in the east they will be driven which way the people in the east which way will they go which way are they going to go west no the fire starts at Yemen if the fire starts there you're going there no the fire is dragging you the people in the east it will drag them to the west the people in the west it will drag them to the East. The people in the south, it will push them north. The people in the north, it will push them south until they all come to one single place in Asham.
the people at that time will be in different situations. Some people, some people, they will be riding and they will be ahead of it. Some people will be riding and walking, riding and walking, riding and walking. Till the Prophet ﷺ said, 10 people will share a single camel. Can you imagine if there's a fire, you've got one camel, the fire's chasing you, you've got one camel, and you're 10 people. What are you going to do? You ride and we'll walk. Okay, now swap. I ride and you walk, swap, and they keep moving like that. And whoever, the third group are those people who can't catch up. And whoever stays behind will be burnt by the fire. They'll be eaten up by the fire. So some people, the fire will surround them and it will trap them. And if they can't get out, then they get burnt. They get burnt by the fire. I don't know the answer to that question, Allah. Okay. In that case, then, we described what will it be like when the actual hour comes, the actual moment of the Day of Judgment. How does, how does, the, does the, the Day of Judgment come, the actual time when the world ends for good and everything is over? The horn, the girl said the horn. So there is an angel. Does anyone know the, from the boys what the angel's name is? Ooh, got quite a few people know. Who have I not heard from recently? Go on, Isa. Not Jibril, this one, you're right. That is an angel's name, but it's not Jibril, this one. What do you think? You forgot, okay, yes. Israfil, the girls got it as well. Israfil, Israfil. And Israfil, the Prophet saw him. And he had already put the horn to his mouth. And he's looking at the throne of Allah because he thinks he will have to blow it very soon. So he already put the horn to his mouth. And he's waiting for the sign from Allah to blow the horn. When he blows the horn, all the people are where? Where have they all come to? Sham. Okay, the girl said. They've all come to Sham, to the Levant. The fire's driven them all to one place. And at that time, the horn is blown. Everyone who is on the heavens and the earth, all of them will fall down like that. They will fall down dead. So now it only happened to only the worst people and everybody died. No one is left alive. Nobody is left alive. Illa inshallah. No one is left alive. The punishment is so bad that people seem like they are drunk. They are walking around like they are drunk. Like as if they have drunk and they've become drunk. They are walking around and falling over. But they're not drunk. 
But the punishment of Allah is very bad. That's why only the worst people will be alive at that time. There won't be any Muslims alive at that time. And those people, when the horn is blown, they will all die. All of them will die. Okay, now everyone is dead. The people who died before, the Muslims who died with the wind, Isa, before that, all of us, everybody is dead. Agreed? Even the people who were on the earth chased by the fire, they all died. No one is left alive. So now what happens? Now the horn is blown again. The horn is blown one more time. And what happens? Every single person who ever lived stands up. Everybody, every single person who ever lived, you, your brothers, sisters, parents, children, everyone, all the way back, all the way, the prophets, all, everybody stands up. Everybody gets out of their grave and they stand up. How long is there between the two horns being blown? The Prophet ﷺ, he said, between them is 40. 40. The narrator said, I don't know, 40 days or 40 weeks or 40 years, 40 months. I don't know what he said. I don't know what he said. But 40 is the gap between the two. And when they stand up, the day of judgment started. And that's what we're going to talk about, inshallah ta'ala, next week. One lesson only, we're going to talk about the Day of Judgment and what's going to happen, or maybe two lessons, what's going to happen in the Day of Judgment. Did we have a question on? Do you want your answer for the Dukhan? Yeah. So it's as, it's as like you described it. So, so Ibn Kathir, he says, when the punishment came to Quraysh, when the punishment came to Quraysh, they could not see anything when they looked at the sky except smoke. And another riwayah says it was as if Dukhan and poverty came to them and you know they, they suffered. Then they asked the Prophet <coughs> to make dua, so Allah takes it away from them. Then the Prophet made dua and it's and it was removed from them. And this is what Ibn Kathir says, Balamma Asabahum Rafahiya. So they went back to their disbelief. Yes. So that's the answer, Jazakallah khairan. That's the answer with regard to what happened in the story of, uh, of the Dukhan that came in the time of the Prophet They came to the Prophet they asked him to make dua. When it was removed from them, the people, they went back to Adu ila kufrihim. They went back to their disbelief. Okay, the girls had a couple of questions, then we'll take from the boys. How did they, they die from the horn. They die from the sound of the horn. Yeah, the people who die, they die from the sound of the horn. Ooh, this is a good question. I want you to answer that question, girls. Why was Isa the one chosen to fight the Dajjal? What do you think, girls? Okay, but there were many prophets. 
What do you think, Muhammad? Sorry? Allah chosen for him. To prove the people wrong, because what did the Dajjal, the, the, who is the Dajjal trying to pretend to be? Who is the Dajjal really, who is the Dajjal saying that he is in reality? Isa. Because the Christians believe, what do they believe? They believe that Isa is the son of God. When a man comes on the earth and says, I am a prophet, then he says, I am your Lord, those people will all think that he is? Isa. So he's really coming as, that's why he's called Al-Masih. He's the fake, yani the fake version yani, that he tells the people that he's pretending to be like, like Isa. So because of that resemblance between him and Isa and what the people believed about Isa, to prove the people wrong, Isa is the one that comes to, to kill him, to prove the people wrong and to show the difference between the Dajjal and what the people believed about Isa. Okay, the Christians believed that about Isa, but what about the, the Jewish people? What did they believe? No, they're waiting for who? They're waiting for Isa. Because remember, the, the, the Jewish people didn't believe in Isa when he came. Right? When he came, they didn't believe in him. They didn't believe in Isa. They didn't believe in Yahya. They didn't believe in, in Isa. When, so they're now waiting for Isa, except Isa already came. But they're still waiting for Isa to come. So when the Dajjal comes, they will believe that's the Isa we were supposed to believe in. And the Christians will believe that's the Isa we already believe in. And only the Muslims, inshallah, for those who are saved, will know the difference between Isa and between the Dajjal. I believe that atheists will, be, will, will, will believe in the Dajjal. Like they, will, they won't just say we don't believe in anything. Because really atheism is like, it's it's weaker than the spider's web. You know, like the same famous statement, there's no atheist on a sinking ship. And in the minute something goes wrong, oh God save me, Allah save me, you know, they start to believe. So for me, I believe that when they see the Dajjal and they see what he brings, they will be fooled and they will say, oh, we were so wrong, we should have believed in our Lord and they will take him as their Lord. Okay, let's have some questions from the boys. Okay, you all waiting very patiently. Yes, Harry. Okay. It wasn't, it was the only that didn't die. Very good. Excellent. The other reason that Allah picked Isa is that Isa was the only prophet that didn't actually die. Allah raised him to him. Allah raised him up to him so he didn't die. Very good. Yes, Nur. You forgot again? Very good. The Muslims would know. If they have knowledge and they're good Muslims, they would know. Yes. Yes, Habib. Um, is it true that um, Allah switched, like, um, Isa and, and like, brought a human like us and then swapped him for Isa and then put him on the cross for him to die? That's true. Yeah. That's true that when Isa, when, when they thought they killed Isa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمَا قَتَلُهُ وَمَا, uh, he, he said, 
They thought they had killed him. So they killed someone else in his place. Some of the scholars said the person they killed was the one who betrayed him. Some of them said it. You know the one who betrayed Isa. Some of them said, but we don't have a proof for it, but they said the one that got killed, the one whose face got changed, was the one who betrayed Isa in the first place. Uh, we got a question here. What do you advise about kids who are scared? Really good. Okay. Honestly, I advise that we emphasize to everyone that these signs are scary. You should be, you should be worried about it. You should be thinking about it. But the answer to it is not to be scared and do nothing. The answer is to be scared and do something about it. So what can we do to save ourselves from these trials? Number one, learn about it. Look at how that young man was when he came out to fight the Dajjal. That young man. The Dajjal chops him in half. And the man gets up and says, you're Dajjal. I know you. You are Dajjal. He says, you believe in me now, right? No, no, I don't believe in you. You are Dajjal, I know you. Because he had knowledge. He knew what the difference between what was right and what was wrong. So knowledge is really, really important. So important to get knowledge. And make dua for Allah to keep you safe. And like we said, the, re the reading of Surah Al-Kahf, the beginning of Surah Al-Kahf. So a person makes dua for Allah to keep them safe and learns about these things so they can keep away from them and so they can stay safe, inshallah. But just being scared on its own doesn't really help. Just being scared on its own doesn't help. But what helps is being scared and doing something good about it, like turning to Allah. And if Allah keeps you safe, can Dajjal hurt you? No. And if Allah keeps you safe, can Ya'juj and Ma'juj hurt you? No, so we need to turn back to Allah and ask Allah to keep us, ask Allah to keep us safe. Oh, too many questions. Uh, go on. Okay, this is the same question. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'll come back to your question then. I'm going to come back to it, yeah. They come from underneath the ground where they're stuck. They're stuck underneath the ground. We mentioned it last week. They got stuck in a valley and there was a man called Durqarnain and he put metal over the top of the valley and they couldn't get out. So they come from there. They come from they dig their way out eventually. That make that make sense to you? Yes, Habib. Mm -hmm. So children are not blamed for what happens when they're children. When are you responsible for your actions? When you become an adult. So children are not blamed for what happens to them when they're children. Does that, that make sense? Go on. I don't know what happens to the children at that time, but I know that all of the believers had, had died at that time, so I don't know what happens. I honestly don't know what happens to the children at that time. It's a very good question, but I don't know the answer. Yes? Because if you see the signs, you know it's coming close and you know to do something about it. That would be a bit unfair, right? 
Novin's in the middle of his fish and chips and the world just ends. Let there be some signs that it's, it's coming, okay? Yes, uh, Yusuf, you had a question? Yeah, the sea turns into fire, yeah, towards the, when the, then the stars fall down and the sea turns into fire after the horn is blown or at the time the horn is blown. Uh, okay, yes, you had a question. I don't know, I don't think, like, you mean Ya'juj and Ma'juj? Or you're talking about something different? Okay, tell me your other question. Which time, which, which sign are we talking about, which? Oh, the smoke, okay, I'm with you, I'm with you. I'm sorry, I didn't, I, I understood the question now. When the smoke comes, it, it seems to come down from the heaven, from the sky. But Allah knows best. It seems from the ayat that it comes down from the sky. I don't know. Okay, because Allah said, The sky will bring a very, very big uh, smoke. Okay, one second. I think we have a few too many questions. We probably have to wrap it up because we still have to listen to Surah Al-Kaf and we're getting close to Maghrib. Yes. Will does okay? Will Isa speak Arabic when he comes down? I don't know the answer to that question, but that's That's what seems to be apparent, right? Because of the the Mahdi and the story of Isa and Isa judging among the Muslims. That's what seems to be apparent that he would speak to them in Arabic. But Allah knows best. We don't. I don't. We don't have the evidence for it one way or the other. And. Would he have to learn the Qur'an or would he already know it? No, I believe he will already, and Allah will give him what he needs to be able to do his, his job. Okay, very quick, very, very quick. I'm going to, I know your question, don't worry, I know it, I know it, I know it. I'm going to go one, two, three. Muhammad. Quickly, no breath. Huh? The angels eat at that moment, I don't know. I will, I will come back to you. I will come back to you on it. It's a good question. The angels die, of course. Everyone, everyone dies. But I don't know what the... At that moment, Allah said, man samawati wa man fil ard. All those in the heavens and earth will fall down. But I don't know uh, what happens to the angels at that moment exactly. I, I can't remember. Yes. <coughs> Yeah. Inshallah. They forget to say inshallah. That's when they break through. Yeah, when they remember to say inshallah. We mentioned it last week. Last one for Ahmed and then that's it. We're done. Yeah, it covers. It covers the people. Like it completely covers up the people or it, it sometimes some people said it's it's smoke or like we heard in the answer before it seems it appears like smoke it's something unique from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah, go on yes of course the angels will be doing the jobs they've been given that allah has given them to do the angels will be doing those jobs okay okay what was your question
Go on, give me the question. When are we going to do our prayers? Okay, I think it's time to finish the class now. That's the answer to your question, inshallah. We are going to be doing our prayers. Oh, sorry. Ah, oh, is that your demonstration? Okay. You want to know when I'm going to do the prayer demonstration or when we're going to pray? Okay, I'm, go, I'm all com- I got confused. Okay. I, when are we going to do the demonstration of the prayers? The next time Sheikh Basak teaches you, he's going to do it for you, inshallah. Okay. When, when you see him sitting in the chair, he's going to do it for you. Okay? All right, inshallah. And Maghrib prayer is in, oh, subhanallah. 10 minutes. So in that time, who learnt the first 10 ayat of Surah Al-Kahf? Put your hand up. One, two. Boys, sit down. Sit down. Boys, sit down. Girls, anyone learn the first 10 ayat of Surah Al-Kahf? I mean, specifically for the class. Boys, we told you that the, this is the thing that will save you from Dajjal, inshallah, and none of you learnt it. <laughs> Except one or two. Okay, I'm going to listen to the one or two who learnt it, inshallah. Jazakumullah khairan barakallahu feekum. That's what Allah made easy for me to mention. Allah knows best. Salatu wassalam ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma.